Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossat, Managing Editor, FightfulWrestling.com. All your WrestleMania coverage. It's right over there. Check it out. We also have Fightful.com. This Saturday, UFC 236 coverage. Uh, myself, Showdown Joe, James Lynch. Break that down. Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern. But you might be asking, hey, what about that other midweek show? Listen, your boy, this week moves to 6 p.m. Wednesdays permanently. Mark that down. Click the little bell notification. You'll know all about it when we go live. I'm joined tonight by Alex Palowski. Alex, how you doing? Um, good, I guess. After the end of that show, like, uh, what? A, <laughs> lazy WWE is lazy. Yeah, we're we're gonna get into it, but um, reminder, guys, I have wrap ups for virtually everything that happened WrestleMania weekend: Ring of Honor, New Japan, NXT, WWE. Janela, Joey Ryan, Orange Cassidy shows, Bloodsport, all that good stuff. Easy to find. It's over at our, our podcast spot. But uh, visit FightfulWrestling.com. We did more coverage than anybody else in wrestling. We are a very new site still. Three years ago, it wasn't even a concept yet. So uh, please support our writers. Please support us. Uh, check out FightfulSelect.com. There might be something there that you like. But hey, if you don't want to uh, subscribe to Fightful Select, tap that thumbs up. I can't tell you how important that is. Subscribe here on YouTube or leave us a nice iTunes review. That goes a long way. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Seth Rollins kicks off this show, and he got a monster pop. He did. What do you think of the, the idea, all things considered, what we know now, of Seth kicking off the show as opposed to Becky Lynch? Well, I mean, listen. I mean, they they we'll talk about this segment and and all the all the qualms I had with with the direction that they were going that weren't even as bad as where they ended up going. But I mean, I, I think that, that Seth coming out and being like, okay, this is the top title on this brand. Um, ostensibly, we don't even know what show Becky's going to be on after next week. We don't know if she's going to be on SmackDown with the SmackDown championship or with both or flowing back and forth or on raw. So I kind of, I'm like, okay, this is the raw championship Seth staying here, presumably. Well, so that, be- we can't we can't presume anything. And Becky is just as much a piece of that roster as he is. That that's true, I suppose. Uh it, it felt like it was kind of like a thing where like well, you know apparently the bar are just as much a piece of that roster. Man, as- we'll we'll talk about how ridiculous <laughs> all of this is. You know, you know what else is a piece of this roster? A damn puppet. But we'll get to that too. So um there's uh yeah, Seth, the idea being that like <clears throat> 
that for so for as long as anyone can remember, it seems like the this this Twizzler title has been uh, held hostage by uh, by a, a giant a giant man, uh, and now he doesn't have it anymore, and it's been freed into the custody of us via Seth Rollins. I think that was the the thing they were trying to get across. Also, the idea of him being this fighting champion. I thought that I I, I assumed he was going to have some kind of open challenge or something tonight. I did not think they were going to go in the direction that they ended up going. No Roman Reigns on this show. He is doing a, a post-show thing with Dean yeah. Ambrose and Seth Rollins in the ring right now. They are still being advertised for what I presume to be a dark segment for the April 29th brawl. If that holds true, I'm probably going to go. But <laughs> why, why wouldn't I go get content if that's probably going to be his last night yeah. there? I'm going to go get me some grainy cell phone camera sure. footage and upload it to the YouTube. Uh, why not? Seth Rollins cuts a, a typical promo. I love the full-time champ chance. Uh-huh. That, that was a nice a nice little touch. Uh, as I see this, Rollins is saying Brock is going to Vegas. And uh, he's having a meeting. I was told that, that Brock was uh, saying goodbye to some people last night. So uh, good. And, and as Jeremy Lambert <laughs> said in our in our chat, he goes, he goes, I'll believe that more when he doesn't uh, show up on the Saudi Arabia show. And yeah, like, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, but I think it'd be very good if Rollins walked Daniel Cormier to the cage for their fight, considering Daniel Cormier is such a big Seth Rollins fan. I mean, he was there and freaked out in San Francisco when Seth Rollins won the title from Lesnar. And uh, I don't know if you ever saw this, but there was a time CM Punk was doing a Q&A <laughs> for, for UFC. And Daniel Cormier steals the mic, and he starts to pretend he's cutting a wrestling promo, and he goes, CM Punk, I get asked you one thing. Was that really Seth Rollins' phone number you gave me earlier? <laughs> so I think that would be a nice... Uh, way to cross over there but then new day's music hits to a thunderous ovation huge and unexpected i don't think anybody expected to see those guys on the show tonight i I I was wondering i was i I sat around wondering because i have nothing else better to do with my time or life apparently (laughs) (laughs) who's gonna kick off raw who's gonna kick off smackdown and i thought maybe one of them gets saved and i was like you know what one of them, I was like, Becky and Seth will be on Raw, of course, mm-hmm. and Kofi yeah. will kick off SmackDown. That's that's yes. the way to do it. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Kofi and Kofi and Rollins. Uh, Big E does the splits. Yes. My God, he's limber. That's him. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> you ever see that 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 uh, ride along uh, with with them? Uh, he's the, he's in the back seat by himself in a giant like suburban and he's just stretching out, which means he's got one foot on the headrest behind Kofi who's driving and one foot on the headrest behind uh, Xavier who's riding, riding shotgun. And he's sitting in the middle seat back there just with his legs splayed as far as he possibly can inside that. That guy is ridiculously flexible for as giant of a man as he is. Kofi Kingston then challenges Seth Rollins to a winner-take-all match, and the crowd cheered so hard that the camera shook. And it, not like it usually does. Yeah. They didn't force this shake. It was it was an organic camera zoom and yeah. camera shake, Alex. Yes. Uh, the the winner-take-all thing, I like the idea of, like, you know, hey, that looked kind of cool. 
Becky holding two belts. Maybe I'd like to try that myself. I think that's fine. There was in practice, I did not know if I liked any of the places this was going to go. Like in my head, I was like, well, I, I actually kind of wanted both of these guys to keep their titles for more than 24 hours. Uh, like, I mean, everyone was like, just chill, man. Somebody's going to interfere. It's going to be fine. It's going to be awesome. Somebody's going to interfere. It'll be a good debut. It's going to be great. And I'm like, well, maybe, but that's not the scenario that we have to assume is happening because these guys are going to fight, which means that one of them is supposed to lose. Like, that's the way it started start out. So I was like, I do not trust this company to not shoot themselves in the foot and take the WWE title off of Kofi after 24 hours. I just didn't trust them not to do it. Um, so it was just a weird thing. And I'm like, okay, fine. I don't know who's going to debut or who's going to return or whatever, but please somebody disqualify somebody. So I don't have to see one of these guys lose their title up to 24 hours. Yeah. Uh, what ended up happening? Oh boy. We'll get yeah, into it. We'll Rollins accepts. It. This was an outstanding 15 minute segment standalone yeah. uh, all by itself. This was very great. The, the place came unglued new day. were funny. They, Rocked out to Rollins' theme afterwards. Yeah. That was well, good. There's continuity here as well. Like, I don't know how yeah. long ago it was, two, three years, where um, where they were all on Raw and they were going towards some Survivor Series or something, and it was like they started calling Seth Rollins their captain. They would salute him whenever they saw yes. him backstage. Like, I thought that's kind of cool that they, these guys have a relationship from, from long in the past and a mutual respect that was, that was uh, delved into. Unfortunately, WWE then ran a commercial about Kofi Kingston's championship celebration immediately following. Yep, yeah. Uh, later, uh, later in the night, Kofi uh, Corey Graves was like, "Well, that 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 celebration for Kofi that's contingent upon his winning the title tonight. You never know." And I'm like, "Well, thanks for covering for it, Corey." Yeah, but, at least he tried. Yeah, thanks I, for trying. I, apl- I applaud the effort. Good job. WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. Kurt Hawkins has a winning streak, Alex. He does indeed. Now, if you followed me instead of that WWE stats and info garbage Twitter, you would have seen that minutes before. Several minutes before. Uh, It's his first winning streak since 2011 on TV. But how about this? It's the first time that he's won two matches in a row, either on pay-per-view or a show that isn't Superstars. The last time that happened... Mm was 2008 when he teamed with Zack Ryder. Of course. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, these guys just ran 100 miles an hour at starting. I mean, like, really ran. They were hitting the ropes nonstop. It makes for pretty fun work. This is a good match again. Sure, yeah. I saw a lot of people comparing them to the B team. And, hey, I'm not trying to disrespect the B team or anything like that, but neither one of those have ever been as over as Zack Ryder is mm-hmm. now much less than he used to be. Right. Neither one of them, these two work a lot better. They're right. good. Right. Uh, I think you're com- the people People are comparing them to the B team because it's a joke. Them having the tag titles is a joke. You have one guy on there who, who you decided, WWE, should lose 260-something matches in a row, and then you decide, whoops, no, now he wins all the time. Like, that's a, that's a joke. Well, not that's- all. Time. No, well, yes, but what I'm two saying of is, the times. Two, now, now, now he's on a winning streak. As the point, this this winning streak may carry on in perpetuity. We don't know. Right now, he can't lose. So it's a it's a weird thing for you to 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 expect the WWE universe 
to accept these guys as just oh they're 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 a great tag team now when when but also like I don't know the last time we ever saw Zack Ryder win a match let alone Kurt Hawkins so it's a weird thing that now that they win matches. Hey man, I mean Anthony Young of the 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 New York Mets went like what three and thirty <laughs> over two years, it's true. and then he came back and he became a pretty decent pitcher for the Cubs in '94. I mean, it happens. It could be a lot worse. I thought this match was a blast. It was really good. There was a heart sure. attack, which I almost accidentally uh, typoed in my live blog as a shark attack, mm-hmm. which you know can be very dangerous. Hawkins has a hell of a flying elbow. Like it, it was he more does. like a it was a diving elbow instead of like a flying elbow. Yeah, yeah. And it looked really good. I couldn't see Zack Ryder's offense because of the zooms. Hawkins almost landed a small package win and ate a brain buster. The revival did a burning hammer knee drop, Alex. Yeah. Wow. Yep. That's not something you see on Raw a lot. No, it's not. No, these guys are auditioning for uh, for elsewhere. And <laughs> production missed Dawson's reaction. That's the type of move. Far be it for me to tell WWE production how to do their job, but I'm going to bitch about it whenever they screwed up. Mm-hmm. When somebody kicks out of something like that, you want to get the person's reaction who delivered the move. Yep. There's, it's important. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that, that usually is their bread and butter. <laughs> The the, yeah. the 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 uh, the guy reacting to a uh, a near fall. Uh, for for example, there was some great uh, camera work uh, last night with uh, in the SmackDown tag title match with Rusev getting kicked out of and getting, and going. Come on, man! Yeah. Come on, man! Man, come on! Yeah. So this was not a good example of that. Hawkins got a, a fantastic blind tag on the revival, and they did Shatter Machine on the on Ryder, which allows him to roll up the revival for the win. Um, this there there was a lot of put into tag team wrestling tonight, all yeah. things considered. Maybe a little too much, yeah, to some degree, considering that Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns were not on this program. What 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 did you make of this? Do you think the revival are done in this situation? Because in interviews that I saw from them, they seemed thrilled with how everything unfolded, and they they seem to be pretty transparent guys. And they're like, "We we got our match. We've got the titles. We we did this like that. Right. We weren't no. doing this before." Listen, so this is it. what's going on right now is not good enough, but it is worlds better than where they were a few months ago. So I can understand how they they look at the progress and go, okay, if they wind up on the same show as the Usos, as the Bar, as all these other tag teams that they can actually really go against and have a chance to to be in the title picture against worthy opponents, then then I think the sky's the limit. But right now they're mired in this place where you know, there's there's not the real kind of competition that they need. I thought this match uh, tonight was better than last night's match. Uh, there, there seems like you know there was a little bit of confidence built uh, between Ryder and Hawkins. Uh, I, but I, I yep yeah, I I need a good month long feud between the Revival and the Usos. I just need it. Give it to me. Yeah, if this is them being seen out, and we're we're gonna make our predictions tomorrow night. By the way, right after SmackDown, we, we usually have a little bit extra time. We'll make our soup shake predictions following that. But this, to me, seems like, all right, it's time for you guys to go to SmackDown. And in return, Raw needs a lot. Yeah, Raw needs 
several teams. They need a sanity. They need the club. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, I like this match. Baron Corbin comes out, makes fun of the whiner and the criers, whiners and criers, multiple. There wasn't just one. Uh-huh. But if there was, it would be Alex, for sure. Me. My, for I, sure. I am the whiner. That's what they call me. <laughs> he says that he deserves a gold medal of his own. The first beach ball of the night is caught and popped. Kurt Angle enters to a great reaction. He shakes Baron Corbin's hand and wishes him luck. Bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> that was so stupid. It was I loved it. Just stupid. Stupid. So stupid. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this is this is the same guy who delivered the line, Booker, I want to have sex with your wife. And not just <laughs> sex, but that bestiality sex. That's a thing that Kurt Angle has said in a promo before. So I'm not surprised. Yeah. Olympic slam, ankle lock, and Corbin is gone. And then we get to hear some slapping music. Yeah. Because Lars Sullivan is there. Now, for those who uh, weren't aware of what happened to Lars Sullivan, he was originally to be brought up with that December batch of call-ups. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the only one with any semblance of a plan attached to him. Well, he was getting he was getting uh, solo vignettes. Everybody else was part of a package he was the only one getting solo vignettes, so they had something planned for him. Allegedly pegged to take on John Cena. He had uh, what could be described as a maybe a panic attack outside the, the venue and did not end up going in there. Uh, he's there. He was at WrestleMania weekend. There were, there were pictures that had emerged of him. This is good to see. From a personal yes. standpoint, yes. this is really good to see. Yes. This is, and, this is a... Like I, I mean, I, I don't know how you can't have empathy for the person behind this thing. Uh, you know, the, the whether or not you enjoy his in-ring work or whatever. Uh, like just the idea of getting so close to your dream, and then you know, like mental health is a is a real thing that a lot of people don't want to talk about or or don't know anything about. But the idea that that your that your brain and your mind can betray you in certain ways that you're not able to uh to control uh and could have could have stepped in the way of of him getting to where he wanted to be and to overcome that is a really inspirational story um and i i think that's really cool that he was able to get through that and that he came out and and you're right i had forgotten what that music was and i heard it and i was like who is that? Why do it, I know that music? It sounds a lot like Ricochet's music too. Well, well, yes, yeah, it's, it's got that. Um, yeah, a little bit. Uh, Whatever but, that instrument is, it sounds. Yeah, the, or that yeah. that high pitched thing. Yeah, yeah. Those 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 very high piano notes plinking out. Then I then all of a sudden I reach back into my mind and I and I remember. Oh, the only time I've heard this music is with Mauro Ronaldo speaking over it. Um, and I was like, "Oh, that's Lars." Yes. Um, I just hope that that when he actually has uh, his real entrances, that they get to do that amazing thing they did in NXT with the light shining from behind him and giving him that silhouette. That was such a cool way for him to do his entrances uh, at full sail. Um, I'm happy to see him here. He's a he's a big giant dude who throws people around. Uh, his in ring work isn't spectacular, but it's solid. Uh, he got better as he was in W uh, in NXT. Uh, certainly he can be 
the kind of a of a monster heel that they need because they turned Braun into uh you know a cartoon character. Um so I, I don't know, you know, Braun's also like got 10% body fat now. So he's svelte. If if you're WWE, Lars Sullivan is a guy that you want on talk shows advocating mental health and yeah, yes. and what assuming they provided him with some help or even time sure. off. The guy is real smart. <laughs> yeah. He's very well spoken. Uh I don't know how they'll want to play that into his character. I mean him being well-spoken because quite frankly, they've had people come out there just scream for months. They've had people come out there and not say a word for months. I, I don't know what they'll want in that regard, but man, he's a good one because he's a very, very, very smart dude. He hit the freak accident and a diving headbutt on Kurt Angle and uh, the crowd. He got a great crowd reaction, great yep. heel reaction. Yeah. It was one of those things where, I mean, if they had done something, I mean, maybe not specifically this, but the idea of, we always kind of thought, you know, maybe Angle will get a squash win on on uh, Corbin, and if that was, and that's basically what we got tonight. We got Angle having a visual squash win on Corbin. Uh, you know, coming out on top after this at the end of this feud, even though he lost his last match at Mania, and then having this guy come in and get the rub that that we all thought that maybe Corbin wasn't quite in the right position to get. This guy gets it, like him showing up. And smashing Kurt Angle, that means something when it comes from from Lars, but not when it comes from a guy who's, you know, shift manager at your local Chili's. Alexa Bliss defeated Bailey, her first singles match on TV since September, Alex. I had somebody reach out to me today and say, what's wrong with Alexa Bliss? Why isn't she wrestling? <laughs> I said, nothing's wrong with Alexa Bliss. She's mm-hmm. fine. They didn't have anything for her. Now that the soup shake is upon us, they're reestablishing her, from what I understand. Uh, she hasn't been hurt. She's good. Slugging it out like she hasn't been on TV in months. Yeah. Uh, Bailey hit a sunset flip buckle bomb that is a very good spot, but needs a little refining. Yeah. And Alexa Bliss wins with a DDT. That's about it. Bailey over as hell here. No surprise in this no. venue. Yeah, no, she's super over. Uh, and you you can't run... Bliss squashing, basically uh, beating beating Bailey up, and and not have it conjure up terrible memories of how you treated Bailey. I don't know two summers ago, whenever it was, uh, in that feud with Alexa Bliss, where Bailey was made to look like a total joke. Uh, that that horrible kendo stick on a pole match that ruined any momentum that Bailey had left over after her call up from NXT. It's they could have picked almost anyone else for Alexa Bliss to do this to and it wouldn't have felt the same level of oh really you know like it just it, I'm, I'm happy Alexa Bliss is back in the ring she's a she's a multi-time champ I think she's really good on the mic I, I really like Alexa Bliss I did not need to see her beat up Bailey in this way it just felt wrong to do that to Bailey of all people yeah it could have been anybody else it wasn't going to be Dana Brooke, though, as she had a declarative statement. <laughs> Anna Bauer sent me a message during this and said she sounded like she was learning to read. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Oh, it's man. So true. She's also learning about placement in lines. That was, I mean, I'm, I want to see what she's capable of. That's the thing. I've been saying sure, that for weeks. Why, why not? Let's do I'd, that. 
I'd love to see what she's capable of. She's but. she's she's capable of deciding where about like ballpark where she is in a line. She's not <laughs> at the front. She's not at the end. She's somewhere in the middle. Like if the line has fifteen. Do you, do you remember Mike head, Sanders in WCW? Like seven. What? Do you Mike remember Sa- Mike Sanders? Uh the name rings a bell. His nickname was Above Average Mike Sanders. <laughs> now I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere near average Dana Brooke has a I ring love, to it. I love middle of the pack Dana Brooke. <laughs> like that's that's who she is. She's not at the front of the line. She's not at the back of the line. She's in the line. She's Dana Brooke. <laughs> that was that was an interesting one. I mean, I guess you have to. You have to like I, you, for all we know, this is a way for them to move her to SmackDown. Yeah, sure. I, 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 or something. There's a buzzard puppet. It comes out of a box. It's a Bray Wyatt vignette, Alex. Okay. Okay. Sean, you, you got to talk me off the ledge here, man. What the hell? Why am I talking you off the ledge? It's Bray Wyatt. How am I going to talk you off the ledge? They, they've given him a goddamn Jeff Dunham gimmick. What the hell? He's a ventriloquist now? Or is he, or is he the puppet? Well, I mean, he's been a, a friggin' like, virtual, or not virtual reality. He's been a, he, he took an elements of production one class. Like, when I was in, when I was in grad school, the, we had, there was a puppetry class where you built your own puppets and learned how to operate them. It was nation, uh, like, re- regarded highly nationwide. Like, if you wanted to go into, like, if you wanted, if you had, ideas that you want to like work on Sesame street in the future. This is the program you went to, to learn how to do all that stuff. The stuff I saw that were, that were created by like undergrads were better than this terrible puppet that came out of this box. And, and he, the puppets wearing a Hawaiian shirt. So just so you, just in case you were wondering who's operating the puppet, it's Bray Wyatt. <laughs> and it, the puppet's a buzzard. Get it? Cause you got to follow the buzzards. All I can say is I miss the projector worms. Like, can they not just give this guy a gimmick that isn't the drizzling shits once? Please once. But apparently not. I don't know that I have any more to say about that. I mean, we we heard it last week that vignettes were imminent. Okay. this, This is one of them. Becky Lynch comes out. She's cheery and happy. Doesn't mention the botched pinfall. Nope. And production completely hides it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, their, little, their, little, their little package about what happened during the match. They had one still shot of that pin uh, with, with, Ronda, with Ronda's shoulders down. It was during the, the part of the pin that when her shoulders were down. And they never showed another still from it. And they never mentioned it. Uh, and that was it. Um, I'm hearing a lot of conflicting reports about, you know, what was planned and what wasn't. And apparently, you know, Rhonda's got a broken hand and all this stuff. Um, I think they're just trying to move past it and make you forget all about it. And let's get to something else because apparently they've got something else for Becky to do. This really seemed like a Becky Lynch best of promo. Yeah. I mean, the, the, Played a lot of the hits. Ronnie the Weirdo and the, Charlotte's been given everything. She'll be given the tag title soon, too. There was a lot of holding pattern stuff uh, from tonight. I think they were just trying, like, 
let's just hold out until next week when we can, we're going to do the soup shake. Uh, for now, let's not get crazy. Uh, we're going to have some matches. There'll be some. There'll be a, you know a, a debut kind of uh, a return, you know. But we're not going to go nuts here. So Becky, just go out there and 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 play your greatest hit CD, and and then we're going to start you and your new feud. Um, and and but we're not going to go crazy with it. Uh, this was this was not the Raw after Mania that I think a lot of people have been expecting over the years. This was a different kind of feel to it. No unification talk. Nope. Let's move past it. Nobody ever said unification no. on this show. No, she's she's got two belts. Now, I'm assuming we'll, we'll find out more about that next week during the Soup Shake. Like, is she going to be expected to, to be on both shows defending both belts at different times? Um, will, will one of them – will she wind up on one show and then the belt for the other show gets put up for grabs as a vacant – uh, title. We I mean all of thing. All things are on the table, but right now we have no idea. So Lacey Evans comes out, walks out, and hits Becky Lynch in the face with the women's right. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for her, Becky Lynch delivered the intolerant left. Yes, that's a Rovert line right there. Lacey Evans can brawl. Sure. She had some good strikes, had some good elbows, some good forearms. That stuff looked good. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing. It's like, I mean. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. I I don't I don't I'm not a huge fan of hers, but she's certainly more than somebody who can walk down the end of a ramp and turn around. You know, like this is this is. I'm glad to see her actually getting out there and working. She's got a great physique, uh, a good look. She's tall. Um, there's something interesting about her. Uh, let's see where we can go from here with her. Like, I'm fine. This is, this is, this is a good first feud, uh, to give to Becky. Um, you know, like this is fine. I mean, I'm the right kind of person for Lacey Evans to be in there with. She needs to be, uh, she needs to be 
in there with someone experienced. I liked it. Also, basically, they paid off all those stupid walk down to the end of ramp and then turn around thing. Like you, ex- yeah. you expect her to walk down to the end of ramp, look at Becky, turn around and walk away, but she doesn't. She walks down, to, looks at Becky, does like a half turn, then turns around and punches her. Like sure. that's what she's been. She's been leading up to. They actually paid off that terrible, stupid thing they've been doing for weeks. Good for them. Yeah. By the way, guys, if you send a super chat, whatever the donation, we will answer your question on the air. Jacob Noble says, you hear about Ambrose's send-off after Raw went off the air. And uh, I'm not even going to pretend to be able to pronounce this uh, username. Where were Roman and Drew? Didn't see them on the show tonight. Well, I guess we can go ahead and talk about it. Ambrose did a uh, segment on this show, which we're we're about to get into. Dean Ambrose's last appearance, quote unquote. Lashley tells Ambrose he'll take care of his wife when he's gone, and that got a reaction. Sure, supposed to. And Ambrose beat the absolute dog crap out of him, Uh trying to clean up my language. Hilarious spot where Ambrose throws a chair in (laughs) Lashley's face, disposes of Leo Rush pretty easily, but Lashley puts Ambrose through the announcer's table. And uh, Renee tends to him. There are thank you Ambrose chants, and there's really nothing to be said about this. This was him putting over someone on the way out in, sure. in a way. And afterwards, they did a shield reunion. Uh, where were Roman? I don't know. I don't know why they didn't have Roman Reigns on this show. Yeah, I would figure that this crowd would be respectful to him, mm-hmm. all things considered. Drew McIntyre. I don't know how the hell should they? They didn't have anything for him. But I guess like, they were busy booking SmackDown on this show. No, yeah, no Roman, uh, no Drew, no Braun, no Sasha no, Banks either. Sasha no, Banks well, who just lost the title. Right, well, I mean, I, I assumed that she would have been out there with Bailey, but she wasn't. Yeah. Um. Uh, Ronda's thing, Ronda's hurt, gone. Right. Braun, right. Or Brock but, left. He hit the bricks. But the thing about like like uh, Roman, Braun, Drew. Three healthy guys, for all we know, coming out of last night. Um, three of your top singles men stars on Raw were not on Raw. So a lot of this is just like, it feels like the, if you don't have to be on this episode of Raw, you're off. Because we want to we like allow for the possibility that you're not in a, in a storyline on Raw so that next week you might be moved to SmackDown, whatever. All those things are, are open. Um, again, the huge holding pattern that is going on right now. So yeah, that, that's what's going on. And and I hoped that tonight wouldn't be lazy, but in a lot of ways it really was lazy and that's unfortunate. But one of those laziness, <laughs> points of laziness, was the paint by number ricochet Alistair Black match. This is exactly what I complain about every single week. It is Alistair Black taunting. It is ricochet moonsaulting. And then they go right to a commercial. They come back and the match picks up. And it becomes a good match. Uh, Black's ankle rolled underneath him. He was very lucky he didn't get hurt. Yeah. Rude catches Ricochet with a great spine buster. There's a rude salt that doesn't finish it. And the spot of the match is Ricochet flipping out of the chaos theory. That was yeah. very cool. So good. Crack Gable with a code breaker and one. Gable and Rude, who I vaguely remember turning heel like a month or two ago, had an inset promo heel turn. Now I'm more interested in them, sure. I don't need to see Rude as a singles guy, but I also don't need to see Alistair Black and Ricochet beating someone. I don't need to see them as a team. They lost literally. I, I, 
I I don't know what to even compare this to. Right. Did you hear? Like they were like they said. I I, I don't remember if it was Graves or Cole. They said uh, last week alone. Ricochet and, and Black fought for the Raw Tag Team titles, the NXT Tag Team titles, and the SmackDown Tag Team titles. They're on a roll. Oh, that, that frustrated me so much. I'm like, what do you think? They, but they lost all three of those matches. Like, they're not well, on let a me roll. Tell they're you, on a losing streak. <laughs> my Cincinnati Reds are, in fact, not on a roll right now after <laughs> losing six or seven in a row. Uh, that I can confirm. Even though Yasiel Puig... But, fought an entire team. Yeah. They are not <laughs> on a roll. But but they had the games. They've lost See, eight in a row. Sorry. They but they they, <laughs> they had the games. They, they yeah. had the games, so they're <laughs> on a roll. That's what they're. That's the that's the equivalent. Uh, that's oh, the equivalent man. of what Cole or Graves said. They the equivalent is well, they played the games, so they're on a roll. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, listen, I, I I like them. I think they actually are, are doing some interesting stuff as a team. As I said, they have nothing in common. I do not know why they hang out. They are completely different things. You got this flippy lad from Kentucky and the goth kick machine from, from Holland. Not, I don't so understand. practically me and you. Yeah, basically. Yes. That's us. It's a mirror images of us. Um, I don't understand what, what, this, what this whole thing has to do with it. I think they're great as singles competitors, and they could wind up doing that, you know, keeping them as a tag team for no apparent reason, I I don't understand. I, I hope these guys wind up on different shows next week just so that they can't be a tag team anymore. Something that commentary actually brought up, too, yeah. that, that they could end up on different shows. Sami Zayn's back. He comes out to the ring, challenges anyone to a match, Finn Balor answers in some nice blue gear. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to get the best of blue, mm-hmm. well, Finn Balor had it. Right. He, he was wearing. He was wearing. He, he was wearing the best of blue. Sami Zayn had some nice gear too. What do you What do you think of his buzz cut? It's interesting. I, I was not expecting it when he took off the hat. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, I missed Sammy. I always, I always thought that like. I, oh, really, I know you missed him by the promo. Save, save the love fest for after the match. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Because I know you're going to have some things to say. Yes. <laughs> Zane tosses Balor out, trolls a little bit. Balor cracked Zane with a great drop kick. You're not going to see yeah. a lot of drop kicks that hit tighter than that. Uh, most crowds are already dead at this point of a match like this, but this is Raw after Mania, so they keep it up. Zane almost got a pin on a missed coup de gras, but hits a exploder in the corner. Misses his aluva kick, gets pinned after the coup de gras. Solid return, but an odd one at first. Then Zane takes the microphone and says he thought uh, this would cure what ailed him, but it seemed like the crowd really missed him. But he didn't miss anybody. He calls the WWE toxic not because of the McMahons, but because of the ugliness of the audience. Do you think Vince McMahon's been watching David Starr promos? Because <laughs> that's what it seemed like. Zayn said yeah. that the right thing to do is to come out and hold everyone accountable because he has a meaningful life, and they just judge everyone. This was a good return. You know me. I hate the all you people things, but I'm so – here's the thing. Daniel Bryan's done it very well. Yeah. I don't know if I need two people doing it. Yeah. Do I believe that Sami Zayn can do it well? 
I sure do. But when you got Daniel Bryan out there doing it better than anyone has ever done it with a but, you people promo. I, I I think this promo stands up with the best of what yeah, it was Brian great. Has, with the best of what Brian has done with this new character. I It's it's more about overkill. I'm afraid right. that it would be overkill because if you remember, they used to do it all the time oh, yeah, and no, then no, they no. just completely stopped and then brought it back. Right. I I I kind of just want him to wind up wherever Brian is and them to be a stable. Like just telling it like it is to 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 the masses because as as with Daniel Bryan, a lot of times Daniel Bryan ain't wrong. Like some of the things he says, like were, were true, and a lot of what he was saying, what Sam Zayn was, Sam Zayn was saying, was true. I am really torn because Sami Zayn is a wonderful, pure babyface. He's a gets the kind of guy that you can absolutely get people to root for and and you know tr- cheer for as he's trying to do get his hit his comeback, you know. And he's the he is the he is the kind of guy that you can cheer for even if he's on a losing streak because you believe that he's going to turn it around one of these days. One of those days, and every time he hit the blue thunder bomb, you thought maybe this was going to be the time that he got it. And then, you know, like it, it was that kind of thing. However, I thought this promo was amazing. So it's a weird thing of like, I want, I always am on the side of guys returning from injury should be baby faces at least for a few weeks because the crowd wants to cheer for Sammy. We missed him. I'm I'm happy you're back, Sammy. Like I want to cheer for you, as opposed to you, you know, allowing me to cheer for you for part of the match, and well, then by still, the end, they, they still did cheer for him. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, behind it's, it, it's the Raw after Mania crowd. I don't I don't know how well this is gonna. <laughs> they play, cheer but, who they boo and boo who they cheer. Yeah, I'm I'm I was surprised they didn't pull that one out tonight. Um, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, this is I've always thought that this that Daniel Bryan turned into. Who Sammy and Kevin Owens told him that he was during their during their feud leading up at Demania. They always said, Daniel, why are you being this way? You know you want to be like us. You know, you know you can see the way the world is like we do. And eventually he did. So the idea that possibly Sammy could reunite with with uh with Daniel and say, Man, I told you so, and you 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 turned it around and you actually are doing that. I thought that I think there's a, a way of doing that, but I agree. We do not need two separate people basically being this same self-righteous guy to the crowd. We don't need that. Yeah. Congrats to Jeff Hawkins. His uh, University of Virginia just won the NCAA championship. Yay, defense. <sighs> By the way, we we are going to do an NBA draft night podcast. There's no way that we don't. Let's Me, do you, it. Jeremy, uh, Andrew, let's, we, we got to do that. Let's do it. Elias comes out, wraps a few bars of John Cena, which was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, yes. I like yeah. it. But that's not what anybody's going to talk about. No. You know what they're going to talk about? The interrupting dong. The dong. <laughs> you know, Alex. Yes. Sometimes you think your career is over. Yeah. You've had a few bad outings. It's true. Maybe you're not in ring shape. You're speaking directly to me. Sometimes between those four posts, things don't go your way. I understand. Even though that you're a legend, either in your own mind or the minds of thousands of others, millions Mm -hmm. of others, 
Sometimes the performance just isn't what it used to be. Hey, even if the performance is good, you want to be consistent, Alex. Absolutely. It's it's important for performance to be consistent. And fortunately, if you want to get your dick hard, BlueChew.com will help you. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work and you can take them anytime, day or night. Even if you start your entrance at WrestleMania, you don't make it there until the next day. You can be on a full stomach from catering. Maybe you grab a jug of milk like Matt Riddle from catering and just walk off with it. Not advisable. I would not ever advise that, by the way. Don't do that. Dairy and sex do not mix. But since these are chewable, Blue Chew, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. It's prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. No in-person doctor's visit for Blue Chew. No waiting at the pharmacy. No more awkwardness. Blue Chew won't leave you sitting outside MetLife waiting for two hours on an Uber. But if you are, you're going to be good to go. No matter what, just nom that thing up. You're rocking, my friends. Use that code FIGHTFUL. And get your first shipment free. Code Fightful to pay $5 shipping. Hit them up at Get Blue Chew on Twitter. Let them know you heard about them from us. <clears throat> the Undertaker's there. This, this was a fine moment. It's a moment that, quite honestly, I think that we almost expected at WrestleMania. Right, Alex? Yeah, something like that. Um... I'm, I, it's good to see Taker. He looked he looked good. Um, he looked in great shape. Yeah, look, he looked he looked in the best shape we've seen him in a while. Uh, <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> I posted, man, when's the last time that Undertaker's been in this kind of shape? And they said, presumably yesterday. <laughs> I like that one. That's good. Um, Taker's yeah. gonna kill you, Chance. Mm-hmm. Choke slam tombstone, and he does like a ceremonial three count. Yeah. He's like, that crown jewel match ain't going to be my last one. <laughs> Maybe you, Sean, yeah. not me. Yeah. This was fine. I was okay with this considering uh, all all things. I mean, it doesn't yeah. hurt Elias a bit. This is this is Elias's thing. He doesn't have to wrestle to, to Rest- be over. I know. It's the weird thing. Like, I, I, I think it doesn't hurt him now. Or yet, but I don't know how many more of these in a row you can do, and until he becomes the guy who gets his ass kicked by part timers whenever they show up to interrupt him. Like I think he's one of the the brightest young stars in the WWE potentially, um, and he doesn't wrestle anymore. I mean, not really. Uh, I think he's got a great physique, a uh, great look. I think he's good on the mic. Like the stuff that he can do, like nobody else can do the things that he does with with the guitar and. He plays drums and piano now. Apparently, like he's really, really <laughs> talented. Um, and I, I don't, I don't want to see that um, squandered in any way. I think you're right. Right now, he's bulletproof. I don't know if in six months, after three or four more of these kind of things, if he'll be considered as bulletproof. That's all. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I, I just think that he's he's beyond that right now. As you pointed out, anything can happen, though. But yeah. Undertaker looked good. Well, then it's time for winner take all, Alex. Yeah, sure, sure it is, Sean. 
Rollins shows up, or he's cutting a promo backstage, and I thought it was pretty good. He says he's honored, but he also feels disrespected. This is not SmackDown. Kofi Kingston walked into his territory mm-hmm. and wanted a shot at his title. I, I like that. It, it showed a little bit of edge from Rollins. I think I think he was mostly pissed because there's supposed to be only one night a year when the stars of SmackDown can show up on and fight the stars of Raw. Yeah. He, he, like, Kofi Kingston is blatantly breaking the rules, and, and <laughs> Seth Rollins is nothing if not a stickler for rules. Yeah. Yeah. Dueling chance here. Back from a break, Kofi gets caught air, caught midair with a drop kick, hit a nasty DDT. Then Seth crashes from the top rope to the floor. And then the bar run in. The bar. The bar. The bar. A couple guys, I really enjoy their work. Yeah, I, I, I actually I really like both of the guys who are in the bar. I like them as a tag team. I think they're really good. I, hell, I like them both as singles, too. They're, they're both yeah. really good. Yes, yeah, so they're both really good separately and together. Um, uh, they were good with the big show. They were good as a yeah. trio. Yeah, if they had interrupted the little promo of the challenge at the beginning of the night and said, nah, 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 nobody wants to see that. We're going to kick both your asses right now. And then that turned into a tag team match set for later in the night. Fine. But you told this crowd they were going to get a title for title match. And they, I don't think a lot of them believed that we were going to see a title change hands and have one guy become undisputed or whatever. I think but we thought, expected a run in. They expected a run in, but by the bar? And then for that to turn into a tag team match with zero stakes whatsoever? Like, it's just, it's the most, I mean, the crowd started chanting bullshit. And it's yeah, like, WWE went from reading the room very, very well yesterday to just unloading the biggest, fartiest fart. Just a bleh, all I, up on this place. That was so tone deaf. Can't believe that anyone in the back thought this was going to go over well. Like, I, I don't know what you're thinking if you thought, oh, this will be good. People will like this. Like, no, I don't, like, I don't even get, like, heat. Like, oh, God, I really hate Sheamus and Cesaro for ruining my uh, winner-take-all match. I'm going to boo them and cheer Seth and Kofi. Like, no, I don't understand. I don't get this at all. It was, But again, this is that Raw after Mania where we're in a holding pattern. Like, they had to keep everything under wraps because they, I, I'm a, they, I have to assume they have big things planned for the Soup Shake next week. If this, I mean, here's the thing. If you're doing this, just don't book this. Yeah. Don't book this to happen. Yeah. Because you had Lars Sullivan debuting. You had The Undertaker showing up. You had Sami Zayn returning in an Intercontinental title match. You had a tag team title match. You had things on this show. Yeah. That if you finished the show off with a bang, maybe people are remembering the show a lot differently. Yeah. But that's not what happened. The crowd shit all over this. They're chanting AEW. Keep in mind, Cody Rhodes has said, we're never running Mania Weekend. That's their weekend. He doesn't need to if WWE keeps making these booking decisions. WWE gave AEW a free commercial. (laughs) They really did. Hey, guys, AEW. And by the way, if you don't know what that means, Google it. Type into your search bar, what are people chanting? Kofi tags into no reaction because they the crapped in the crowd. But fortunately, people like him so much that him clapping gets them back into it. Bar catches a trust fall. Rollins finishes it with a suicide dive. 
takes out Sheamus. Trouble in Paradise and a stomp on Cesaro gets the pin. This was one of the more tone-deaf things I've seen. Because here's the here's the deal, Alex. Like I said, if you don't want this reaction, you just don't book it. Uh-huh. You could have done almost anything. You could have literally had, ah, hell, I don't know, Drew McIntyre come out and say, I want a shot tonight. That wouldn't make any damn sense, but it would make more sense than what happened at the end of this show. Right. I mean, what? I, I think you could, you could have usually had Drew McIntyre come out, um, you know, blindside uh, Rollins with a chair and then beat the ever loving piss out of Kofi Kingston and say, you don't come to my show and take my spot. Like you could do something like that. Like that would have been great, you know? And then, and then have, you know, Biggie and, and Xavier run down and make the save and whatever. You could have done something. But this, that, that would have at least maybe like, oh, maybe we're going to get a Drew McIntyre versus Kofi Kingston, like, program later or whatever. There's all things that you could have done. I don't, I mean, I can't imagine there's a Barr versus Seth Rollins and Kofi Kingston feud on the works. Like, I don't think that's the thing that's going to happen. So that you could have at least built to something after this. I saw all kinds of people on my timeline who were saying, oh, no, man, it's going to be great when Undisputed Era runs in and attacks Kofi and, and Seth. Like, number one, I don't need to see Undisputed Era on the main roster. They're gonna, they would be ruined so quickly. But if that was what you were expecting and you were so excited to see the Undisputed Era debut and what you got was the bar, I can understand why you were really pissed. What could have been a fondly remembered Raw after Mania did not feel nearly as momentous as others in the past. Probably, possibly because the superstar shakeup is booked right here. Now, last year, Alex, there, there was a real issue because you've got WrestleMania, you've got Raw and SmackDown after Mania right after that, uh-huh. you're doing the Soup Shake right after that, and then you're doing the Saudi Arabia show Right after that, uh-huh. so all this stuff was going on in a month, and I'm thinking, all right, they're gonna they're gonna ease up on that. Oh no, you got these shows tonight, uh-huh. which take away a little bit because they have to do the soup shake next week. Right, right. Well, the soup shake is just before Money in the Bank a few weeks. Another thing that I think should be spaced out a little bit. Oh yeah, but Money in the Bank being in June when WrestleMania was in April. August. I or, I yeah, yeah. already think it's too close. Money in the Bank being in June, I mean, like the idea of Money in the Bank being shoehorned in. Really, there's 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 ways to do it unless you're being lazy, which they are, to do WrestleMania to SummerSlam. You can book feuds in between that get paid off on pay per views, feuds that start in the middle and move on, or really long, great paid off storytelling. But if you're telling me that you're going to go from Soup Shake. Next week, and then like three weeks later, you're going to have a major Money in the Bank pay-per-view. That's too fast, man. You're not going to be able to do that turnaround. It's just not going to happen. I was on ESPN 1530 today, and I noted that them pushing that up was weird to me because it seemed like they could do Rumble January, WrestleMania spring, uh, Money in the Bank early summer, SummerSlam late summer, and then Survivor Series is kind of waned, but that show always ends up delivering. It always ends up being an awesome weekend, and you have the takeover too. So it's almost like every two, two and a half months, you have something big to build to. And Money in the Bank is such an opportunity to reset. Yes. You can hit the reset button on anything in one night with Yeah, that. you can. And it seems weird to do that right after WrestleMania, 
Raw after WrestleMania, Super Shake, all of which can be those things as well. Right. You have an opportunity for major shifts in the product on those nights, whether it be debuting people, getting titles off of people, switching brands. Quite frankly, I, I would almost prefer the Super Shake to be, if you had to, around a month after WrestleMania. Although I'm not opposed to it being right after Mania because that's the culmination of everything. I mean, but if you get lazy things where they just say, oh, you know what? We're going to let 25 people jump in between brands between January and April. Let's, let's, let's not forget that the bar interrupted the title for title match on Raw, and oh, yeah, they that, are SmackDown stars. Yeah, they're like numbers that, 24 and 25 that have jumped brands. It's ridiculous. The, the thing is, I, I think you could easily do this, and it would make the it would make the Raw after Mania, the SmackDown after Mania, even more momentous. Do the soup shake on those nights. Like, right after Mania, boom. That way you know the feuds have to pay off at Mania, and then, because anything can, anything can change, and people can move back and forth. Like, that would be a huge night, because... Tonight was was I mean it was nice seeing Sammy back. Alexa Bliss got a return. We got a debuting Lars, but really that didn't feel like momentous. Well, I, I feel like WWE would rather do two seven out of ten shows than one nine out of ten show. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's how they feel. And but that's I'm I'm okay with I, I'm okay with it not being Raw after Mania because that's going to sell itself. Right? You, no, you, it, it is. But the other thing is that I I feel like the Raw after the Soup Shake is another big show because then you got sure. all new things. Like, so, so then they, they feel like, okay, we're going to, but, but then you, you need at least one or two regular raws to play out between all that new stuff and the pay-per-view. And I feel like they're, they're, it, it just, I, I, I am, I'm willing to let it play out, but I don't feel like whatever we're doing at, at money in the bank is going to have the right kind of build set up to it. Charles Haskins in the live chat says, is it wrong that I have favorites? Or even though I have favorites, I have no problem with them being at the top of the card. Finn and EO are my favorites, but I don't see why they needed the belt. I think that's very productive thinking. I wish that more people could be like that, quite frankly. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I, I want to see my faves on TV looking looking yeah. good, even in defeat. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it, to me, you don't have to win everything. You, you yeah. can just be in something interesting. Yeah, be, be, be used well. Be used well, and 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 look look like even if you lost, like you, like you had a shot at it. That's all. Uh, shout out to Charles Haskins. He is always sending us uh, super chats. Uh, a lot of uh, big thank you to to him, uh, guys. If you all didn't ask your question today, but want to this week, I'm doing a Q and A on Fightful Select. Probably after SmackDown, I'll I'll start getting questions for that. But um, unlimited questions if you subscribe to Fightful. We've got tons of podcasts over there. Just go to FightfulSelect.com. You can see what we have to offer. Uh, lots of neat stuff over there. But remember, guys, Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern this week, List and your boy moving from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern. But we're back here after SmackDown. I'm right back here tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern with Showdown Joe and James Lynch to talk these two UFC title fights this weekend. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, Alex, we were talking about seven-hour show last night. I'm like, damn, man, that's every Saturday for these <laughs> UFC events. And bless ESPN, they've chopped it down to about five and a half, six hours, but this is a pay-per-view. 
So I'm. It's one of those up till four a.m. nights. A breezy five and a half hours. Yeah, a breezy five and a half hours <laughs> is what I like. Leave us a thumbs up, guys. That really, really helps. Subscribe. Until next time, we're out. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save.